Okay, let's talk some EM and the China reopen story that seems to be building some momentum. Stocks couldn't hold on to their gains in the U.S. markets, but China was up 2%. Emerging markets were also up. Let's dive into the subject and figure out what's in store here as we think about the future. Kevin Carter joins us, founder and CIO of EMQQ. Kevin, good afternoon. Good to have you back here. Long time no chat. Great. Thanks for having me. Is it for real, this China comeback? Shanghai gonna reopen, COVID cases gonna drop? It feels like a lot of this non-US international trade is hinging on it. Well, I think that China's in a tough situation. I mean, they're trying to balance, you know, two seemingly um, opposing goals. One, the zero COVID, which worked really well with the first COVID, but is not likely to work with the second COVID. They're trying to balance that with the economy and you know they they have over the last week obviously uh eased a little bit uh here and there but i, I think the reality is that COVID still hasn't hit china and if they continue to ease and take a softer approach to that i think you're going to see uh, a you know a decent spike in in uh you know illness and and death so we'll see how they go with it but it's it's going to be a tough challenging period for China this year. As uh, the stocks have been doing a little bit better than the U.S. stocks, so the China companies haven't made a low since March. Uh, your EMQQ uh, emerging market fund is, uh, it hasn't uh, gotten below its bottom. I mean, a little bit of a test in May, but pretty much held up. Uh, so that's better than some of our favorite U.S. trades can say. Uh, what needs to happen for that to actually turn into a reversal? Well, First of all, you know, we've been down a lot. I mean, starting in February of last year through, you know, as you said, the lows in May, we were down almost 70%. And it wasn't just China. Uh, the rest of the, the emerging markets internet story, the Brazilian names, the Indian names, these have all come down as well. But, you know, I don't make short-term stock market predictions, but what I can tell you is that there is a huge growth story happening in emerging markets, and most investors are missing it. And, and, you know, it's, it's basically a combination of three things. I mean, what, you know, what's emerging in the emerging markets are the people, billions of people, and they're becoming consumers. They want more and better food, clothing, appliances, vacations, and their kids to go to college. And that's, you know, that's the real story. But all of those billions of consumers are getting two things that we take for granted, and they're getting those things today. They're getting their first computer in form of a smartphone, a $100 Android-based smartphone in most cases, and they're getting the internet for the first time. And so as they're becoming consumers, they're also getting digitized and they don't have bank accounts with debit cards. They don't have cable TV and you know they don't have target stores. And now China has already experienced the, the steepest part of that S curve, that sort of internet, you know, the sort of three ways we've had of the internet, the US, you know, from 2000 to 2015, the, the steepest part of that with our FANG stocks uh, doing what they did. Not long after that, in 2005, the China story started with Alibaba and Tencent. And again, it's sort of peak growth was the 15 years from 2005 to 2020. But now there's a third wave brewing in Brazil and India and Africa. And, you know, there's five and a half billion people. So it's a bigger story, and it's it's really in the earliest stages, and I think it's going to be a, a decade of exciting growth. Now, there's going to be a shakeout in the private part of the story, too, the, the pre-IPO companies, but it'll make the whole ecosystem stronger, and, and this is going to be a, a growth story of big size for a long time. 
How does that factor into your strategies? Uh, it seems like just looking at uh, your funds here, that it still is pretty Asia-China focused and, uh, uh, and the areas uh, that kind of depend on China. Uh, are you going to put in more Brazil? Are you going to uh, diversify away from uh, the, the China-centered regions? Well, EMQQ, which is our flagship, contains every emerging and frontier market. So all 46 emerging and fr uh, frontier markets are eligible. We own all of the companies that are publicly traded in the internet space from all of those countries. There's 130 today. Mm -hmm. We also have uh, an, another product, FMQQ, which is the same thing without China. So the, the, the non-China part of the story, which again is really in its earliest stages, the e-commerce penetration in China is 25%. E-commerce penetration in India, Latin America, et cetera, is only about 4%. So a lot more people earlier in the uh, e-commerce growth. Um, so we have other offerings, including an, an, an even newer product that's just India, the INQQ mm. uh, uh, ETF, which is India itself is, is the biggest part of this, this third wave. Uh, for EMQQ, the flagship, about 44% of Hong Kong from the latest numbers I see. Uh, and uh, for FMQQ, when you take out uh, uh, U.S., you've got India 17%, Korea 25%, Brazil down there at 5%. Uh, so naturally, some of this will be market cap driven based on uh, which, which group performs better uh, over time. How often are you rebalancing? Remind us kind of the structure of these. Sure, we, we rebalance uh, all of them twice a year in June and December, so the third Friday of, of of June and the third Friday of December, we, we reconstitute and rebalance the index. And and it's again, it's a very straightforward approach. We just want to give you the exposure to what I'm confident is the fastest growing sector in the world. And you can buy all of them in, in EMQQ. A lot of people have feelings about China. Maybe they have China exposure through KWeb uh, and they can use FMQQ and then uh, India uh, INQQ um, Again, just launched, but I, you know, the India story within uh, all of this is really compelling. It's going to be the it's biggest, big today. Uh, biggest pop. Four and a half percent. What's the story for INQQ? It had a huge rip today. Well, all of these things have had a nice pop. The India, you know, all the, there's 22 public Indian internet companies today. Two years ago, there was only three. So huh. had a lot of IPOs and, and it had big declines. Paytm, the big fintech company, went down, you know, it was down about 70% from its IPO until last week. It's had a good rally. But this is a long-term story. And, you know, uh, we've had a pretty good drop. I think it's a great time to be buying these things and, and holding them for the next decade. Okay. All right. INQQ up 4.3%. All right. One to put on our list. Uh, thanks, Kevin, for the thoughts. Uh, China doing okay, uh, EM's doing all right, uh, EM markets doing okay. So all of them up the whole suite today, EMQQ up 3%, FMQQ up 80 bips, but India's rocking, biggest move in the market today.